Triple M NRL for Harvey Norman. Brands, innovation and solutions for all your appliance needs. Hey Benji, um, there's talk about um, the Dragons maybe signing Tim Sheens and Barrett. Um, have they come and asked some of the senior players there? No, I think that's that's probably a good thing about um, the Dragons. You know, everyone hears everything before the players. Uh, we don't really we don't really get told too much about what's going on. And, and with Mary, he sort of said, um, you know, don't get involved in, in the saga about who's going to be coach or who's not going to be the coach because oh, they're things we can't advice. control. But he said our our next coach is going to be watching the way we're playing, so we need to perform for whoever that may be. Just on that, mate, I bet you're glad you're not the Tigers anymore. Yeah, I thought that might come up. Actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, mate, it's it's it's, it's hard watching your mates uh, have to battle through that. But you know, I've been there and I know what it's like, and it's not an easy place to be. But it's. That's footy, man. You know, teams are going to have to lose and teams are going to have to win. And if you don't make the top eight, well, that's pretty much a failure for, for anyone who plays the game. Hey, Benji, how would you feel about playing under Shunzi again? Yeah, good, man. I think he'd be um, a good fit, for, especially for the younger players, because he brings a lot of the basics back to the game. And, you know, when, when you coach under, under Tim, he sort of um, emphasises a lot on, like, the basics of, of playing footy. And I think... Um, for the young guys coming through, and, and we do have a young squad at the Dragons, it, it really um, do wonders for a lot of the guys there. Benji, just on yourself and, and where you're at in your career, I, myself and Candy have just finished reading the, the new Michael Jordan book. It's called The Life. It's sen- sensational reading. He talks about the, the transition of himself from a young athletic freak who blew everyone away on the court with, their, with his athleticism to a veteran who... When he recognised halfway through his career that he was losing that first step quickness and how he had to completely change the way he viewed the game and how he played the game. Yeah. What about yourself, Benj? That that transition yeah. now, how how different do you view the game where you are at the moment compared to that young bloke who burst on the scene in those early 2000s? Yeah, it's interesting you say that, um, Matty, because the thing with me was I, I was so worried about trying to be that player that yep. I was when I was 18, 19, 20 and, you know, and thinking that's what I had to be to be good you know, and I was, I was feeling the pressure of that Benji, and you know, and, and we I, all fell in that I, category I tell you Benji, I, and I, I used to watch and I, I could see that in yourself that you were always trying to be that young bloke and, yeah. and I think everyone well, I look at my career and think I wish I'd just relax and, and, and you admit to yourself so. that you're losing your legs, you know, and, and it doesn't well, make you a lesser player that's that's probably the biggest thing I um, recognise. I think when I was able to be honest with myself and realise that that was not going to happen, um, and just be honest and change the way I play. Um, I think once I sort of come out and said that I can't be that player anymore, I think everyone else sort of yeah. relaxed with it and said the same thing, you know. And it took a lot of the pressure off. So for me, my my roles changed completely because you know I've played 12 years um, in the NRL and. That experience is, is what's helping, or me play the way I'm playing. I think, and not trying to be that young, that young kid anymore. And and you know, I still have flashes of yeah. ridiculousness where I don't need to do some of that stuff. Yeah. But that's yeah. just the kid coming out of me, mate. But you know, it's amazing, isn't it, Kenny? In Jordan's book, he he went from a bloke who used to you know rely on that athletic nature in his game, then to being a bloke who would practice a thousand jump shots a day because mm. that became his game. Yeah, and I. I Benji, it must have, the big trick for Jordan was he recognised that and he came to terms with the fact, and, and I think this has probably been the key for you, and correct me if I'm wrong, he, ca- he came to terms with the fact that while he might have lost that first step quickness, 
he could still be just as effective but in a different way. Is that is that what you had to understand about yourself? Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, it was pretty hard, eh, because, like, I, I sort of prided myself on the things that I could do when I was younger, and, and I really wanted to, wanted to be that again, and to have to admit that, you know, you have to change a few things, and I was lucky, man. Mary sat me down and said, I don't need you to be um, the Benji Marshall when you were 18, 19. I need you to lead this team with the years that you got, you know, under, under your belt with experience. So, you know, him being honest with me and um, making me see that is probably what's helped the most. No, I tell you what, that's really... That's encouraging. It's it? encouraging from Paul McGregor that he's looked at it that way. And it's good for you, mate, too, because... You needed someone in your life to be able to, to actually so just clear the, the air a little bit with that and actually enable yep. you to see your future clearly because if someone came back and showed you vi- videos of you at 18 and said, mate, we need you to get back to this, we're going to strip the weight off here, we're going to pour yeah. the sprint work into you, mate, that might have been the end of you. But the fact that you're actually playing a different role and that you're comfortable in that role and that you're contributing the way you are, I, I think it's been a real positive for your career. Yeah, I'm enjoying it too, you know. It's... Um I don't feel the, the weight of expectation as much anymore yep. to to have to be what I was, um, you know, and that, and that takes a lot of uh, a lot of weight off your shoulders a bit. So, but I, I really got to thank Mary for that because he he you know he's just been honest with me, and I think that's something I've probably lacked in the last few years is a is a bit of honesty from from the coaching staff and and um, someone to really show me some direction because I think what what gets lost is when you become a senior player. I think sometimes coaches. They don't tell you what you need to hear. And, and as players, you need to learn every day, man. And, and that's probably why I felt um, so or the, so stale the way I was at the Tigers and, and didn't feel like I was learning a lot. Whereas now, I, I'm learning stuff every day. And, and that's, why, that's why you want to play, man, is to, is to learn and get better. And they challenge me every day there, which is great. Mate, you seem to be learning also, though, not just... And we opened up the show talking about Darius Boyd and, and how... He's tried to adapt and, and survive in, in the pressures of first-grade football. But towards the end of your career, you were fairly insular yourself in the way... Oh, so when I say your football career, I mean your Tigers career. You were fairly yep. insular in the way that you approached things and that you didn't talk a lot and you were fairly hostile. And there's been a, a remarkable change in you since you've gone over to the Auckland Blues. You've come back, uh, not just your football, but yourself as well. What, what's prompted you to, to reassess things there? Yeah, I think it was just a bit of a wake-up call, um, really, you know, because when you get in a, a bit of a comfort zone, you don't really see what's going around or what's happening around you, and you don't really um, open your eyes to a lot of things, whereas when I went to the Blues, you know, I, I got a rude shock there because straight away they said, oh, mate, you, you know, you're, you're too heavy, we need to strip some of that weight off, and they just had me running around the park, and I had to earn um, the respect of, of my teammates and had to prove myself there, and... And that's sort of the wake-up call that I had because, to be honest, like I, I, I sort of lost a lot of motivation and um, I was lazy, and, and but no one was telling me that I was and I thought everything was just sweet, but no one actually told me that I needed to change all those things, whereas when I got to the Blues, they, they helped me realise that. And, you know, it's definitely changed um, me as a person because I just didn't see that stuff, you know, and just had to grow up a bit. That's a great bench. I tell you what, mate, it's been the making of you. Because you see a lot of players at different times who, who never get that wake-up call, and I don't think it benefits them that they don't get that. I, I think the fact that you've gone away and, and 
got out of that comfort zone of the Tigers. You could have stayed there and you could have earned still good money despite the, the contractual problems you had to eventually saw you leave. You still could have stayed there and you would have got to the end of your football career, mate, and you would have got through with those last few years nobody being honest with you. So I think it's a credit to you yeah. that not only that you've you've accepted it, but the way you've accepted it. Oh, yeah, yeah you have to, man. Like, it's pretty, um, you know, I would have regretted it probably if I stayed there. Um and finished the way that I was going because, like, really, I was, I was going pretty bad and, um, you know, and I couldn't see that. And getting out of there, like, it sort of made me realise the things I needed to change and, and the way I needed to approach um, not only football but, like, life off the field as well. You know, and I was paying for probably uh, to just play off my mates when, you know, where now I've sort of made it about a bit more selfish and, and about pleasing myself more than anyone else, you know. And that's probably the biggest thing is, is making myself happy more than anyone else. Well, mate, you've earned a bench. You've had a great career and, mate, you've got a lot, lot of uh, football left in you, mate. A lot of good... Lot, we're talking... Yeah. We're, we're not okay. eulogising you, mate. You've got a lot of things going for you. Yeah. Hey, Bench, like. uh, mate, good luck for the run into the finals, mate. Great to have you back in the NRL yeah. and great to have you on Triple M, brother. Uh, cheers, boys. Thanks for that.